and welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're talking about episode four of Another Self slash Zeytin Aja, which they said about 20 times in this episode, so good to repeat the title. Um, and today I am not drinking any tea, but I did have wings for dinner. Hey, second best thing. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone just joining us, Sammy is obsessed with wings. She has them every day. <laughs> this is a false narrative, but I am playing into it. I love <laughs> What about you guys? Any tea? Hit it no, just off camera? Some water. Uh-huh. That was pre-tea. We can call it pre-tea. Pre-tea. I like that. <laughs> I was, well, no, never mind. That's not a good topic for this podcast <laughs> oh that means it probably is <laughs> no I was just talking to somebody about Brigham Young University oh. today, which is a Mormon university and like co- I feel like coffee shops are so integral to the college studying experience I just don't know I bet I bet is. Uh, not to like spend too much time on this but like I feel like there there would be coffee shop equivalent or cafe equivalent atmospheres there because yeah like there very, has to be but like yeah they just the, don't serve is it like a juice thing is it like yeah, a maybe thing can they drink yeah, be, no they okay. can't drink they can't drink caffeinated hot beverages they can drink as of somewhat recently drink uh coca-cola and things like that mm. so maybe they would just have like, like soda, soda available yeah maybe like a bakery with juice or something yeah if this makes it to the podcast and an LDS listener is listening, feel free to yeah, tweet, tweet at us, us and educate curious. us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, we are going to move on into what happened in this episode. So we start in Erzinjan in 1992. And there's a little boy on the bed and what I'm assuming is his dad is being like incredibly nasty about him. And then there's a earthquake and his mom comes in and like basically sacrifices herself to protect him from the rubble that's coming down. And it's extremely terrible, awful thing to watch. Then we see Selim who has slept the night in his car. So I think the implication was that it was Selim's past. The, um, the mom also was yelling Selim, like as she was oh, running was into she? the room. Yeah. <laughs> I so did not definitely... notice that. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. Well, <laughs> there you go. Um, then we have Ada and Toprak having a lovely morning together, but I know that that's going to go wrong because Sophia spoiled it for us last episode. <laughs> um, and uh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, Ada sees a text from a girl named Flora and Flora Flora. she freaks out and um, obviously assumes that it's like a his lover and she's pissed and she decides to walk home from wherever the fuck they are and hitches a ride on the hay truck which is just amazing um Layla sneaks back into Sevgi's house in the morning as well. And turns out she's been out all night with Erdem, her loser of a husband. And um, 
then we learn that there's like a mystery guest that has shown up at Sevgi's house and they don't tell us who it was for a while. Ada comes home and we learn that mystery guest was Ada's mom, Belgin, and their relationship is just as strained as it seemed on the phone. Okay, Sevgi and Selim meet up at a cafe, I guess to like strategize how Selim is going to interact with Ada. And it does seem like they're actually friends, but then Toprog happens to be at the same cafe, of course. And uh, they talk, Toprog throws some shade. Selim is just screaming, just screams all the time, is a real screamer and yells at Sevgi. And then they just like walk off in a huff, each screaming at each other. So that's fun. Ada and her mom finally have a talk and we learned that Ada's mom left when her dad was sick and that's why Ada is so pissed at her but her mom says like I did it for you and I don't regret it at all so there's definitely more to the story that we don't know about. Sevgi takes Selim to a fort with a really nice view so he can scream with fewer people listening to him I guess. Is it a fort? I thought it was like a windmill. Like a, a castle-y, windmill-y thing. <laughs> sure. It reminded me of the batch, Bachelorette Hannah windmill. was very windmill <laughs> aesthetic. Okay, wind, a windmill. <laughs> and tells him to jump off if he needs to freak out some more, which is not great. I, echo, I, I echoed the, state, the sentiment yeah. of like, better you jumping off of this than continuing to scream continuing like a child. Continuing to scream yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine what the car ride was like. Um, it does seem like they like have a real friendship which is pretty nice and she's like you need to think about if you're freaking out this much about your marriage ending like why did you cheat on her in the first place obviously like something's going on in your subconscious and then the girls or the ladies have a scene together where they eat sunflower seeds and Layla and Sevgi just talk about Ada like she's not there and it's great I love it um Ada when asked about her life goals only cares about going back to work which is fair so she clearly should just ditch both of these men then Layla is continuing on her job at the Mehane I think her listeners are going to get kind of bored if this is her only content but she's definitely teaching Fikret some useful things um Ada meets Selim for dinner to discuss their relationship and obviously it goes badly but Selim's like, let's do couples therapy. I'll quit my job and go to Belgium for you. And I was like, it's over. And then he finds out about Toprak and then he screams some more. And Selim <laughs> is incredibly emotional about it. Then we learn that Leila is, is continuing to see Ardam and he's a piece of shit as always. He has, uh, basically, he's going to take a boat to Lesbos in Greece, and then he's going to go to Switzerland where he has a bank account, because of course he does. We know about Swiss bank accounts. And he needs 10,000 euros from Layla, and he's like, just get it. I don't care. Go get it. And she's like, I don't have that. And he's like, go get it. It was just like an afterthought, too. It was honestly so outrageous. Like, he was just like, I have this plan for myself. Oh, by the way, you have to supply me this money. I don't care how you get it. Just get it, like, right away. And everything that he was saying, like, she had no idea about. So it was was a very interesting interaction. Yeah. Uh, Sevgi is still on the app. 
and this man named Tevfik starts messaging her poems, which personally wouldn't work for me, but she's loving it. Uh, she also says a prayer to Athena and plants an olive tree, and her deepest desire is to fall in love. And guess who pops out of nowhere? Fika. Cool. Mm -hmm. Also, wrong goddess, like for her to be. Like, I get the olive tree and Athena matches up, but yes. then the love part? No. Come on, girl. Athena, <laughs> goddess of wisdom and war, not concerned yeah. with love. No, she, she don't have time for that. No. <laughs> okay. They have a nice conversation. Then we go back home with Sevgi and Layla lies to her about seeing Erdem, which is definitely a bad idea. And then um, Ada is drawing with Ezgi's favorite character, Sarp. And <laughs> we realize that her hand has been healed because she can color in the coloring book and therefore is qualified to do medicine. So yay, so happy for her. Of course, her first reaction to that is to go and yell at Samanbe because this is Ada and that's how she rolls. Um, and Zaman, I don't know, tells her that her DNA is a, ancestry is a tree and she has to do something. We'll talk about it. It's confusing. Uh, Selim goes to a session with Zamanbe. I'm assuming because Sevgi bullied him into it. And we learned that he was the boy in the earthquake, which apparently we knew from the very beginning, but I didn't. So I was like, okay, he's the boy in the earthquake. I guess I have to feel bad for him now. Zaman says he replaced his mother with his wife, which seems like he probably did and is also ew, but we shall see. Sevgi stops taking her pills, which is bad. I'm very worried about Sevgi now. Ada can't find a job still, and Selim sends her a video message via email, which is like the most old person thing I've ever seen. I don't think that people this age would be doing that shit. Uh, then Tolprak shows up and tells Ada that he has a daughter, which, surprise, but we learned this last episode because Sophia just watches hours of TV without noticing the change between the episode. <laughs> and then, of course, Friggin' Selim shows up and they have a fight and Tolprak punches Selim and looks super upset about it. I don't know why. I don't think he should be upset at all. And then the episode ends. So we have a lot to talk about. So now we're going to move on into our spilling the non-existent tea slash gossip section. And hopefully Sophia is back with us now. How about now? That's so annoying. I'm on the mic and everything. That's so weird. Oh, you're okay now. That's that's good now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't move. <laughs> uh, yeah. Get all of your thoughts on this. <laughs> so Sophia, what did you think about this episode? <laughs> Well, I thought it was a bit cliche. I still think that I don't like Muko. She's like deciding what she needs to do for everyone. Agreed. Yeah, it's very um, meddlesome. Yeah, the whole like Fiko and Sevgi story, like I feel like they were building up to that, but 
I don't know. I don't know if they're going to work out. Oh yeah. I forgot to say that uh, in the summary. Sorry. Um, that Sevgi goes on a date with her poet man and it turns out to be Fico yeah. in disguise. So yay. And they plant an olive tree. Yeah, it's true. Um, I, yeah, um, I'm really into their relationship. I think they're perfect for each other. However, now I think that they're going to fall in love and then she's going to pass from cancer. I just think oh god the medicine mentions were too much in this episode even before we saw her throwing her medicine away i was like something's going on yeah why would i mean but like what why was she doing that just because she felt like the side effects were rough on her like i don't understand why she would have worked so hard to get to this point oh she thinks she's She's like well it cured me i feel like that's what it is yeah i mean i do i do from the beginning i did feel like that character was gonna die um if this is a self-contained eight episodes, but if there's a possibility of it going longer, I would be surprised if she died. Um, but at this point, I don't, I don't know if they're planning to extend this story beyond this. So if it's only eight episodes, I'm like, she's she's gonna die, mm-hmm. which sucks. It's gonna suck to watch. It's gonna be <laughs> awful. Yeah. Yeah. True. And then, so it's really sad. Like we hate Selim like he clearly doesn't make himself likable during the show but then they obviously like show him like his mother died protecting him in the earthquake and stuff which is pretty awful Mm -hmm. but like and what he says to Ada is like so horrible like in the sense of like imagine you being in a relationship with someone and the whole time you're like okay we'll eventually get over this person someday but like why would you be in a relationship for eight years or however long they've been together when that's in the back of your head. I think we're like trained by TV to like forgive and root for male characters like this. Um, Cause I feel myself like starting to root for him cause I feel bad for him. Um, and from what we've seen, Otto would definitely not be the easiest person to be married to, but still what he did was not. I, yeah, I, root, I root for him in the sense of like, I hope he finds someone who's like a healthy partner to him yes. versus like yes. mommy substitute right. um and also like you like to your point like maybe like a little bit more aligned to what he wants out of life versus like other mm-hmm. and like other you know she she should go after her career whatever she wants I don't want other I'm, it's for me it's like not him versus Toprak because I think Toprak is still very sus with his like mm-hmm. Very you know similar. other other life in in the Netherlands and whatever infidelity he might have committed prior that is not super clear to me still but mm-hmm. he doesn't seem super trustworthy or reliable with his nomadic lifestyle and then uh yeah clearly with Satan it's not compatible so I, I'm rooting for everyone to go their own way go their separate ways <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah we also still don't know why um Toprak is seeing Zaman Bey and same with Fikret. So Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, true. That's true. It was very cryptic with Fikret. He was like, let me let me keep that one to myself. And I was like, but weren't you at all those sessions? Like, or like in, on the premises? Right. It's pretty public. <laughs> it's not like private therapy. But, yeah. Um, I also I didn't hear that the mom was shouting Salim in the first thing. So I thought that it was Fikret for a while. Oh, that's reasonable. It's I also think it's kind of cool about the show that 
they really show like how in Turkey or like at least in Ivalik, everyone's from everywhere. Like Fikret's mm. from Adana and then like some of them are from Istanbul and Selim is from Erzijan. And I think it's interesting. I, I feel like they don't emphasize that much that on other shows that we watch, even though yeah. it's pretty common. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, did we get the full kind of like other mommy issue breakdown i feel like we didn't still like we are we have gained a little bit of understanding that her father was other's father was sick other's mom according to other abandoned the family like Mm -hmm. as soon as he was diagnosed and like other has never forgiven her for it but it doesn't seem to be the full story right what what was that she didn't invite her to her wedding or like basically cut her out from her life and yeah yeah we so i mean that side of the story we didn't get mom's right story right her mom is definitely trying to be the bigger person and still like engaging with other right. because i'm sure she does i'm sure she did do something wrong and she feels guilty about it but it's, it's probably not as like black and white as other is making it out to be because other tends to reduce everything to black and white from yes. what we've seen. There's very little, there's very little nuance in her yes. interpretation. That's, that's a good point. That's a good point about her characters. Like she's yeah. very black and white. Yeah. Which is maybe, is that supposed to be like a cliche on like scientist types? Like, a, or is it just like Probably. meant to be? <laughs> yeah. Oh, also we found out that Muko is short for Mukaddash. So like Muko has a real name, but Muko is easier to say. <laughs> <laughs> so also what did you think of the whole story with Erdem and now she needs to get 10,000 euros or 11,000 or whatever oh my god dump his ass leave him in that dump rotting like piano ass. room yeah <laughs> I think but I feel like at this point she's given up so much of her life to be with him that like I think she that's like the last thing she's clinging to I feel like yeah it's like a sunk cost fallacy but it's a fallacy getting out no matter when you get out is better than staying in my personal prediction and hope is that she's like doing her influencer thing she gains more self-confidence and then she kicks Adam to the curb and like turns him into the cops or something by the end it would be great it would be great if she did like a live stream with him being like oh this is my husband who's on the run from the law (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah i i i don't see redemption for the erdem character i think Layla's gonna have to kick him to exactly well i hope because like also this this is like kind of sad but and it also seems like tied with all the story when her, her mother calls her and says like we found a deed for like your grandmother's land right which is really sad because we know her story and it's a sad story and then she doesn't talk to her parents so like why would her mom give her some of that money in the first place right she she reacted like it was hers but maybe it's like her mom and her like share funds without her dad knowing or something I don't know it's weird Mm. Well, because the mom was like pretty like not into it when she asked for Sarp school. Right. Which was a pretty legitimate thing. Yeah. I was um really like, so when Ada goes to dinner with Selim, I was like really pissed that he was so pissed at her for cheating because mm-hmm. it seemed like so hypocritical. But then once he explained it, I was kind of like, yeah, he's he's right. Like 
yeah. what she did was just as bad as what he did because of the person she did it with. That it was more like meaningful right. for her versus, but I was cracking up at other basically saying the equivalent of we were on a break. Yeah, <laughs> she was. She was like, we were broken up. <laughs> <laughs> like, where have we heard this before? <laughs> it didn't go too well. Uh, but I do like like how emotional he was. I feel like American shows don't show that for men ever. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, he a was good a thing. Big screamy. He was <laughs> a mess, a crying, screaming baby mess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think on, on some like respects, it was good. But then when he starts like screaming in public and saying like he's losing his mind, right? Yeah, right. It's like please, please like, go okay. to like like his therapy suggestion for them. He should he should just go to therapy. Yeah. Like he, well, he tries. Yeah, he went to yeah, that's the true. session. That's true. He did. I don't cons- I don't consider that. I'm like. <laughs> no you're right you're right that's not for therapy also just like again I don't I think we've talked about this already but I will never understand how those like random people they don't know will just like know how to behave like immediately during those sessions like that's so stupid I don't know that's like pure magic there's like no rational way to explain how they would just know to like pretend to be hunched over the dead body of a mother post-earthquake like that is so specific I yeah I think that's just uh we're just gonna have to suspend our disbelief yeah yeah but um do you think that Selim will come back to resolve his issue with that I think he will I think so I feel like he he wants to change but he just wants to change for Ada which is like maybe not the right reasoning yeah (sighs) man um do we think Ada's hand is healed permanently now that she knows about her ancestor no I think something's gonna happen like she's gonna be back in the hospital and then oh and she got did she get a rejection or an acceptance letter it was a rejection I thought so yeah so Sarf is magical great great kid this is probably shailing Satan (laughs) It's oh, like, he's gotten better. He's gotten better. He's fine. No. His mom's not a great mom. Why are we? I don't understand why we're sock apologists. Like, he sucks. <laughs> like, it's, it's just a little brat. <laughs> I mean, that's what children are usually little yeah, brats. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm like true. not nice to any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Um, okay, let's talk about Zaman Bey's explanation of how this works. Did you guys <laughs> understand this? No. Okay. <laughs> of what? Of how his whole thing works with the tree and the roots so and the avatar shit. What? I thought he was only saying that, like, basically you can't fix the branches if the roots are the problem. I mean, yeah, so you understood it. <laughs> I did not. Like, it's just that you have no, me either. the root of the problem. Okay. Too metaphorical for me. Yeah. <laughs> I love when Ada is in like mean sarcastic mode though because she was like I've seen Avatar I'm good that was really <laughs> I I just love her like you mentioned earlier Sammy like her gut reaction to any anything good or bad being just like what explain yourself what yeah, is this what's just going on here storm in and yeah. start screaming <laughs> I guess her and Selim do have some similarities yeah that's true they like met at like a screaming competition that's how they, yeah. that's how they kicked it <laughs> off. 
Okay, so the the Zaman Bey scene still, um, he did say something that I absolutely hated, which is that she had problems on her maternal ancestral side and therefore she was going to have problems with like loving and caretaking and feminine oh. shit. I hated that. Mm. But I feel like that's what it's it's interesting because I was watching The Crown today and there's like, well, do you mind if I say something that's a spoiler, yeah. but it's not really yeah. the spoiler at all? Yeah. So this little girl like dies of cancer and they're talking about how like there's a new like medical theory that like tries to explain that cancer is like brought upon you because you have like repressed trauma or whatever, which is like part yeah. of what I think yeah. this is the same kind of train of thought. And, and then the guy's like, but when a five-year-old like dies of cancer, well, like, how can you say that that's the reason? Like, it, that just makes, like, debunks all those theories. Because, like, how could a five-year-old have right. like, repressed trauma of that? But I don't know. I I think that's, like, those kinds of explanations tend to be really sexist. Like, I, I did I mention it once that someone had told me, like, uterine cancer was like when you were when you like felt that you weren't a good mom what? and like weird Ew. shit like that. I think there is something to be said that like it is like it's objectively true that women do the overwhelming majority of caretaking roles and you know I don't know what the percentage of women who become mothers is but I'm sure it's like quite high across the world. Uh like all that's true and the reason for that is you know a sexist patriarchal you know yeah norms and systems across the world and similarly like with women dying from any kind of like women's specific health issue like uterine cancer or anything like that ovarian cancer at higher rates than maybe some other kinds of cancer that affect men then that's also a health disparity that's sexist or like how we have no idea what the long-term health impacts of like tampons are like that research mm. has never been done like that's incredibly sexist mm-hmm. but um I don't know I, I struggle with what Zaman said because like I agree that it's like uh, I like my reaction to it also was Whoa, what do you like what do you know mm-hmm. <laughs> man um but like also it's true that the maternal line going back would have been doing that because of how the world is and has been mm. um but yeah I wish yeah. it weren't that way and that's almost people wanted it to be that way like if you want if you want to be a caretaker you should be a caretaker but sucks that it's imposed but also there's a ton of studies I think that show that like even just having a child like reduces your risk of some forms of cancer Mm. so I feel like there's so many things going on there that like make it really hard to make uh, like a, a statement like that like oh you know like I don't know it just there's too many things involved for you to make like that sort of generalization. Like I'm sure that totally stress... there's also just not enough research yeah. like at all on women's health. Yeah. yeah. But also the, the stress of caretaking probably like, I mean, stress yeah. in general just like leads to cancer, of course. And like, also it's much more taboo. And like, I know in some countries it's like super taboo to get like gynecological tests. Like if your gynecologist is a man, like, Oh my God, what a pervert. What a... Like there's so many like cultural norms going into it that probably make it so those diseases are less treated just in general Mm -hmm. agreed okay anything else for this section 
Wait, was there something else on Layla? No. Layla, we hope she dumps Erdem and she's pretty good at being a PR person. <laughs> that was pretty much her summary for this episode, I think. Yeah, I'm just like thinking what's going to happen when like there's like there's everyone who can go to the tavern has been there already. Like I feel like they're going to run out of customers at some point. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> this strategy is not sustainable. <laughs> Okay, so now we're going to move on into our history section where we are going to be talking about, sorry, Sophia is going to be telling us about the earthquake that we saw in the first scene of this episode. Okay, let me just pull up Wikipedia because definitely not Wikipedia. The internet has been playing some games with me today, which I don't know, understand why, because the browser works fine. I think just the Zoom browser version is bad. So basically, Erzincan is in eastern Turkey. It is, I would say, oh, wait, it's not showing me where it is on the map now. <laughs> Almost like in the middle, in the west, down, like down from the Black Sea. That was a terrible explanation, but let me just pull up exactly where it is it's in air er it's close to Erzurum apparently and Sivas and other a lot of other cities um and it's it it seems like a small city it has like a hundred thousand people living there and apparently they're very famous for cheese called Tulum Peynide which I don't know as you do know what kind of cheese it is yes <laughs> very well <laughs> what kind of cheese is it is it like sorry i'm just curious i, I don't know it's like cheese. Like, what is it i don't understand the question like what what, what animal does it come from or like like i think it's sheep's milk um there's a lot of kinds of tulum there's like izmir tulum there's tons like of regional tulum um i don't know if azinjan might be like more um, aged. Um, there's also a kind from Eastern Turkey. I don't know if it's from Azurum that's like aged in the hide of uh, a, a goat. I read that. It comes from, it's made from goat's milk. I don't know if that's Azinjan Tulum. Um, but yeah. Interesting. Um, so anyway, Erzincan is where our friend Selim lived when he was a child and he experienced the 1992 earthquake. And this is because Erzincan is like located on a fault in northern Anatolia. So they've had a bunch of earthquakes, including one, like the largest one was in 1939, where 40,000 people died. So apparently it has a history of earthquakes. And I think Turkey in general has a history of earthquakes, right? Like the dome of Hagia Sophia like fell after one earthquake in the whole well, the entire peninsula is like crisscrossed with fault lines so every single region every single part of the country is an earthquake zone oh god that is terrifying <laughs> so basically there's apparently there's three main faults so there's like one in the hellenic trench so it's between there's two plates that meet which, which are the like the plate from the aegean sea and the plate from the anatolian south and then there's the North Anatolian Fault. 
um, which was the one where this earthquake happened, which goes between the Anatolian plate and the Eurasian plate. And then there's an East Anatolia fault. So basically what happened was this earthquake um, happened on the 13th of March. It was 6.7 on the Richter scale. And it was pretty strong. Um, it lasted for seven seconds. And um, I don't even know what this means. Do you guys know about earthquakes and like earthquake terminology? Because it said that the, the the mechanism was like slip faulting, strike slip faulting, which I don't know. It's I think like that just faults, means... It's like that way the plates like oh. hit each other. So strike slip would be like, but as the name suggests, as, and as we're showing you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We just did a ton of hand gestures that are completely useless to anybody listening to the podcast. So. Yeah. I mean, it's literally, it's literally self-descriptive though, strike slip. Like those plates are hitting each other and then one is going under okay. the other. Yeah, makes sense. I, yeah, I did not catch that from reading it. Um, so more than 3,000 aftershocks happened afterwards, and there was a rupture of like around 30 kilometers or like 20 miles. So it seemed pretty intense. And like around 500 people died. There were 2,000 people injured. A lot of buildings co collapsed and they damaged over 8,000 homes. And the reconstruction from the earthquake was, or not the reconstruction, like how they housed everyone after the earthquake um, was recognized as like a civil engineering feat in Turkey. And unfortunately, that's all the information that our friend Wikipedia has provided. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything to add. I can just add that like, as Sophia mentioned, there's there's a lot of earthquakes in Turkey. It happens like just uh, last week or maybe 10 days ago, there was a magnitude 5.1 in Izmir that like everybody felt and it was very scary um not a lot of damage in in the in October of 2020 there was a really big one a really big meaning not big in magnitude I think it was you know between five and six again if I'm remembering correctly um but again the infrastructure just wasn't is not good like even buildings that are allegedly earthquake safe turned out to not be and like a thousand people i think died um in in october most recently in october 2020 in a, in a big um again not big in magnitude but big in impact and, and destruction earthquake and ismish and there's like a perpetual anxiety like i i remember even being a small child and like relatives talking about when the big one will happen in Istanbul because like that is a constant fear that I mean it's really hard to forecast when earthquake will happen geologically you know any moment could mean now or like a hundred thousand years from now the big one happens maybe like post-humanity yeah. <laughs> even but um but yeah it could happen tomorrow and it's it would just be, I mean, it would have to be in the millions for casualties in a city as built up um, with what I assume to be, again, very shoddy um, building quality. A lot of, you know, even after the 1999 earthquake in Gebze Yalova, like um, in the Marmara region, slightly outside of Istanbul, even that earthquake killed 
thousands of people in Istanbul because um, and that was like some somewhat far from the epicenter but if the epicenter were to be in Istanbul it would be like I think it would easily be in the millions um, which is really horrifying so that's just like a constant kind of point of anxiety that comes up like it came up I, I was with some family friends two days ago and we like we're talking about like how awful that would be if it happened and like every time almost something like that comes up um in polite conversation so it's it's a major fear for sure I also want to take back by making fun of Selim being dedicated to his job because he's probably yeah. a structural engineer and uh he has reasons to be very passionate about his field of work. The, the the funny thing is though, I also like immediately seeing that he worked in construction, assumed he was a really shady character because right. like in, in, in Turkey, like construction people are like constantly like you're you're just the impression is you okay, you're getting kickbacks um from because it's in like New York also, City as well. I can say yeah. I worked in the industry there. It's very yeah, sketchy. it's like yeah, it's got like a very corrupt, sketchy vibe. So I immediately thought the worst. I thought he was like in the same league as um, Adam in terms of um, unsavory work. Yeah, but I guess he's he's probably one of the few good guys after his traumatic experience. One would assume, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to move on into our favorite and final section, which is What the Fuck, Sultan of Success, and Fatima's Hit List. I have a couple of What the Fucks. Okay. And they mostly concern hair. Because Ada <laughs> seems to have wavy Ada's hair. Ada's hair brushing? Like me, and you would never brush that type of hair like that so aggressively, A, and B, like dry like it's it's pretty dry so like why would you brush it when it's dry it's just gonna look bad and then it's just fine like two minutes from there from then which is weird and then the other weird thing is that she traveled to Ivalik with her great aunt's mirror I was very confused about that well I think she like took her prized possessions and moved out no I, I thought she just took her bag because she said she would come get her stuff later, didn't she? Or something? I don't remember. It's possible. But I guess maybe she had the mirror with her at work or something. I don't know. I also have a what the fuck for Ada when she's hosing off her sandals with a hose and they look like they're leather sandals. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I caught that. Really a bizarre choice. Yeah, um, also when she sits down to dinner and he's like would you like some wine and she's like I'll take a cognac <laughs> that's just an odd choice no but I, I think she said well it is weird but he said like oh you want to be drunk before you talk to me yeah which is a fair fair but cognac isn't something that'll make you more drunk than a glass of wine is it I mean, it's a hard liquor, but like it's a sipping liquor, right? I think so. If she wanted to get drunk, she'd order tequila shots. <laughs> like, I think, yeah, I feel like it was a pretty random. Maybe it's because in cognac, like, base, like it's liquor made from wine. Yeah, like, I, it I think started it... out as wines. Maybe like that. She's like, that was supposed to be like clever. Like, no, I don't. I I see your wine and I race you a cognac. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so apparently it's a kind of 
brandy, so it's made from grapes. So yeah, yeah it is kind of like it's one it's of like those grape drinks. More grown up one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Mine more. More. Um. What's the name of this? Like trying to look fancy wine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like as if she said, like, oh, I'm just going to have a glass of sherry. What? That would have been odd. Yeah, it's odd. I think it's odd. <laughs> She's odd. I have what the fuck Toprak's back V shirt. Did oh, yeah, I, I, I did see that at the cafe. It was very weird. Yeah, I did not like it. I didn't notice it before, but at the cafe after, yeah, like, he at was the leaving. cafe when he's walking away, it's like yeah. a V-neck, but in the back. Like I don't know yeah, if he had I hated it. backwards or if there were two Vs. Yeah. Also, I I just hate his tattoo. I hate like the pseudo uh, tribal. Why does he have a tribal tattoo? It's yeah. so bad. He's. I mean, he's he the the Murat Bulls, the artist slash actor has had that. Like it says, it's a real tattoo on yeah, his yeah. body, and it's just so cringe. But it, I'm like happy for him to have a big tattoo. But why does it have to be tribal? It, yeah, it's very very barf <laughs> to for him non tribally to have a tribal tattoo. But it's fine with his character, like bad boy musician from ten years ago, who like thinks he's. But like he, but like he yes, literally has that tattoo. Like he got that. The real person got that. It's super cringe. Yeah, that's <laughs> the real person. But it's in. Yeah. It's what? It's in character. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, inadvertently. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my final what the fuck is. The number of times that they say Zaytan Acha in this episode. I hadn't really noticed that. I hadn't really noticed that, but I guess that's true. Um, I like in like action movies when they say the title of the movie in the movie. So I was keeping my ear in for that. My, the only WTF I have to add is, so when they mentioned that Savi was going to do speed dating and she only could sit with any one guy for five minutes. I was like, okay, so did she organize like an event at yeah. the Mehane? Like, cause I don't know how else you can just get up after five minutes in like a normal encounter with someone um, yeah. over a meal. But my WTF is that she seemed to be just on like a regular date with each guy. So did she like shut them down after five minutes or like, was she just on like 10 dates? I don't know. I think it was like, yeah, I agree. It was, I love a montage. I love a date, bad date mm-hmm. montage. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Couldn't, can't get enough of it. Um, they set it up like she spent two months going on lunch yeah. dates with people. Yeah, because like, that guy was ready the- to split a pizza. Like right. he wasn't going to get up after five minutes. <laughs> so like, but we know from the other characters that like basically no time has passed. So I think it was just like, yeah. they wanted to do a fun montage. Okay. They could have very easily had they not organize like a bigger event and have it be part of that, but it's a little bit lazy writing there. Maybe they didn't feel like writing that out and filming that scene. That's such that a good way. idea because Layla's new business could be setting up speed dating. Yeah. She'd be like, amazing yeah, just, at it. Or just using poor Fico's like uh restaurant for all kinds of shenanigans, <laughs> like she already is. But, like more, <laughs> more right. shenanigans. <laughs> Oh, did we mention the land, the inherited inherited land on Crete that her mom, that Nadal's mom called her about? Yeah. Toward the end of the episode. Did we mention that already? Yeah. We mentioned it, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I just like, she she isn't, she should not let 
why did she take why did she even tell Leda about that that's a WTF for me agreed which because like she knows her daughter quit school or whatever for this horrible man and that's why she doesn't even like her daughter it seems like so why are you telling her that you can't that you you have this windfall of cash essentially also there's Bad like idea. no way that land wouldn't have been repatriated after mm-hmm. that yeah. amount of time yeah that's true <laughs> Yeah. especially um, between these two countries right. it's like not like, right. know, it's not like it's not like Azerbaijan and Turkey or something it's not friendly yeah <laughs> and nobody's been paying taxes on this land so Aww. there's no way um, like before independence times I don't think it'll be taken serious like it'll be taken for real yeah because right. where, where do you stop drawing the line then it's very it gets to be extremely complicated um, I also want to say what the fuck to Toprak's trailer because it's so nice. There mm-hmm. is literally no way he could drive that thing. No. Yeah, the, when he was like, let me drive you into town, I was like, with what? With the, with the trailer? Because there's <laughs> yeah. like an entire row of spices that are just going to go flying as soon yeah. as that thing moves. So I, is, like he, a, is the like idea that he drives ready. that to the Netherlands? I mean, nice. I think canonically, I think yes is the answer, <laughs> but I don't believe it. It's super practice. cute, though. There's a good movie yeah. where they drive from Istanbul to Germany. It's called In July. Highly recommend. Oh, there's. Oh, I thought I thought you were like already jumping ahead to the next episode. <laughs> though they they do that. We see it. Did you guys not see it? It's like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, I wanted when the ladies are passing around the sunflower seeds and she's like, do you want sunflower seeds? And then they go, I just want to like say that that means no in oh. Turkish because in Turkey, because I feel like that's something I did not understand what was going on when I first really like the clicking, yeah. the clicking thing is not like a, no, I don't think like I was oh. like really confused. Okay. So means no, <laughs> no, that's definitely not a thing or like not a known thing yeah oh okay but it's super convenient and everyone should use it yeah yeah <laughs> i definitely do it sometimes and i'm like nope that doesn't mean anything here <laughs> okay sultan of success huh fico fico yeah fico and fico won it last week well oh did he did oh layla's mom for finding money that should not exist <laughs> Layla, I don't know that I don't think we can give it to a nameless character. <laughs> um I I think Fico for sure because he he got the girl, at least as far as we know so far. He's doing well. But he got Yeah, uh, he's winning in a different category this week. Like for personal success, not professional success yes. like last week. Yes. Um, okay. I like giving it to him, so let's keep giving it to him. Yeah. Also, I feel like we're about to learn about whatever deep trauma he has. And right. Feels bad. So let's right. keep giving him prizes. <laughs> um. Okay. Fatsma's hit list. For me, like it's Arda. Ev- I'm like every other man except for Fiko. I'm like, take <laughs> them out, <laughs> including Sark. Take them out. Oh my God, Sark is fine. <laughs> <laughs> No, but truly, Adam is probably if we if I had to pick one, it would be him because he is 
just he doesn't even have a single redeeming quality <laughs> he really doesn't i thought at some point layla was going to be like look sir this we've got a new hierarchy look, here <laughs> but no she didn't and so he just kept going yeah Ugh. okay well congratulations to our sultan of success fico we hope that you and Sebgi have a long and loving relationship, but um, we doubt it. And <laughs> watch out to Ardem, who is an unredeemable piece of crap. And we hope that bad things are coming for you from Layla. Thank you all so much for listening. And we will talk to you guys about episode five next time. <laughs>